And I'm Sums. And this is Wine Wine About Books, a book club style podcast where we drink wine and discuss our latest read. Let's Let's whine about it. Hey guys, this week we are whining about The Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson. And it was really different from our last one where it was constantly in different perspectives. And this time we kind of stayed in one character for a little little increments of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it really interesting the way that this one was written too because my interpretation of the character was constantly changing with each perspective I was given. So I think when we cover characters, maybe we should say what our initial... Yes. Yes, right? So kind of like... How do you feel what about your this first character? impression? Well, was. Yeah, what's your first yeah. impression? How do you feel about this one? But what then did you in think? part two, what was yeah. your yeah? And I have to say too that I have not read a book that really blew my mind like this and really surprised me since Gone Girl. And I distinctly mm-hmm. remember the Gone Girl being when the when the book changed from part one to part two. Like that was when shit hit the fan. Like that was when your jaw drops. That's when the whole book changed. Mm-hmm. But this one's like, it left you on the edge of your seat every yes. chapter. It's like, okay, what's going to happen next? This yes. is, and I listened to it in, on Audible, but it was so cool because on Audible you have different um, narrators for each chapter, for yeah. each character. And I was just like, this is awesome. It, it's just different. I really like that too. And I was kind of saving this for a little bit later in my notes since I wanted to text you so bad about it. But I love Audible because I almost felt like you got a little bit more out of it. I specifically made a note for an interaction. Like one chapter was from one person's point of view. Mm -hmm. Should I just say the character is? Yeah. Okay. So one, one perspective was from Lily and the next would switch to Miranda. So Lily interpreted Miranda to have said something very snarkily. And she said, well, isn't this dramatic? Mm-hmm. And she said that Miranda kind of looked nervous. But then you switch to Miranda, and Miranda's confident. And the way that the character says it, so there's no adjectives to describe her tone, but the way that the voice actor did it yeah. was totally different than the way that Lee interpreted it. And because there was no adjectives, I don't know if you would get that same takeaway from a book. No. I was really happy to have done this one as an audiobook. This, this one was great as an audible. Yeah. Sometimes I have FOMO audiobook. for not doing the hard copies. Yeah. But this was not one of those times because well, it, the characters really took on a new life with a voice. Yeah, and certain books are better on Audible sometimes and better reading them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that I've read, I tried listening to several books on Audible and it's completely different. I'm like, I can't do it. I have to sit down and I have to read it because then I get the images in my head. I can understand it. Like I visualize it better when yeah. I'm reading it. It really does depend on the genre for me too. But okay, so characters. I guess since Lily and Ted are the first two people we meet, mm-hmm. that's what we should do first. So what was your first impression of Lily as a character? Okay. Or as Ted, whichever struck you I, first. Uh, well, Ted struck me first because he was the first. Um, I thought he was a little mysterious. Mm-hmm. And I did think he was a little bit creepy. I did too. And I was like, oh God, there's a creeper. This guy's gross. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm like, this guy's gross. Not a fan of him. But then... I started hearing his story and how he was talking to Lily and I was like oh my gosh there's more to this and then it started getting good and I'm like okay I can kind of see where he's going to this and I can kind of see where you know Lily's going here um and then it leads up to yeah so much so, yeah, so I'll, much. I'll what was yours 
So I like Ted and do not ask me why. I suck at doing homework. I should have looked up this actor's name first. This was the only thing that I told you that I had texted you. For some reason, I was picturing Ted as the actor from Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what is his name? John Hamm. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was picturing him as an old John Hamm, like an older version of John Hamm. And so I kind of liked him off rip. And Lily, I mean, I honestly thought like, the bitch was crazy, like point blank. Like people will jokingly say, like, "Oh, like I, I'll kill him," you know what I mean? And then to be like, "I'll help you," that just takes so, it. I thought she was crazy. I thought she was that not crazy. that crazy in the beginning. I was like, okay, I was like, all right, yeah, she's probably psycho, but maybe it's just like a joke, psycho, and she wanted to see what he was gonna say, right? And right. Then, until we really got into her and her backstory, and I was like, hold up. She's got, there's something wrong with this lady. There's something wrong with her. She And then once we start off with Chet. Right. Which goes into that yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. And it explains so much. But also it's like, okay, the other ones don't really explain why you killed this person. Spoiler alert. If you didn't read the book, you should have because you will hear them a lot. <laughs> You're on the wrong podcast. Yes. This is a book club for a reason. Go to a half carafe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, um... Yes, when she's, I'm like, okay, I understand why she probably went over, wanted to kill Chet, but I'm like, uh, maybe, possibly, but, but at wanting her to do age, it, and executing it. It doesn't matter what age. First up, and it. then just sitting there and sick, like she's just like, I looked at it and I heard it and it was fine. I'm like, when she threw the rock on his head, I'm like, oh god. How about the freaking cat before that? I actually had like, a question for you, but since we're talking about her as a character, we can kind of briefly touch on her parents as a character. I was wondering. Obviously, her parents were not winning Parents of the Year anytime soon. You know, they weren't great. Do you think it's more nature or nurture? Because her parents don't seem all there, but they're also not giving her structure and guidance. They have a lot of sketchy people around her. Do you think she stood a chance or do you think she's just like batshit crazy? I think it's a little bit of both. That's what I thought too. A little bit of both, for sure. Like it was really hard for me to pinpoint if her parents had been normal. Because she does talk about like, oh, they were out, they go to this, they at the party. You know, well, so I I was, was like in her bedroom yeah. over her it's disgusting first off and to imagine that that's going on with your daughter like not i mean you don't know that you don't know but she's explained to you that she felt uncomfortable see i felt very torn on the subject for the whole entire book and then at the end her dad made a comment about how they called her like a wild animal baby like mm-hmm. a wild fox like she was never calm or affectionate and then I was kind of like okay so this isn't a nurture maybe it was like a chain reaction like maybe it was kind of nature which led to them not nurturing her as much because yeah of who she was um so then I think we were introduced to things from Miranda's point of view what was your first impression of Miranda um I thought she was stuck up Mm -hmm. I thought she was completely using him and her she was fake she was just she was horrible that was just my first impression. I didn't think she was anything nice. And this was before we knew that she was also Faith. We had bad yes. feelings about her before she was also yep. Faith. Yeah. Yeah. We were introduced to that side of her and that whole interaction between her and Lily. And it kind of clicked where it made sense that she might say, I'll help you kill her. Yeah. For sure. So what did you think about her interaction with 
well, should we call her Faith, since that's who she was at the time? With yes. Lily's interaction with Faith. Um, when they were in college. Yes. And the whole Eric situation. I thought the relationship between Faith and Eric wasn't the same as Lily and Eric's until I found out what was going on in the city. You know? So, Which I thought he his bond with Lily was so much stronger. And then when I thought Faith's um, interaction with Lily... I, I thought that was just weird in general. I had a couple issues with the whole love triangle because it was very conflicting for me. Mm-hmm. I liked Eric with her and then I found out Eric was cheating. And so the feminist in me was like, well, it's more his fault than it is hers. Like she probably didn't know either. But then you find out that she did know and that like she dyed her hair as like a joke. And like that's not like that's weird to me. So it's like the two female lead characters are both like incredibly petty to have like and also very, very sociopathic that they would carry on like these grudges throughout so much of their lives. And it's it's almost like the the men like Brad and like Ted, they weren't crazy. They just kind of got wrapped in with crazy. But do you think Lily is the one holding on more of a grudge than Miranda? Because she is. Miranda, I think, has moved on, started her life with Ted, even though she's just trying to kill her husband. Other than that, she wasn't going after Lily. Lily saw Ted in the airport, remembered after she met him once, and decided to proceed and go forward. That's so funny. That was one of my questions for you. I was going to ask you if, in hindsight, you thought she sought him out. Like, if you thought she saw an opportunity. She did. Well, because the book starts with him talking to her. It does, but it she say, saw him from afar. She does mention that once, yeah. She saw him from afar. She realized who it was. I think And she met... Uh, she's the one that sat down next to him. Yeah, she saw an opportunity. So, that's weird. She found so, her opportunity. She knew what she can do, and she was getting back. And after what she's done to Chet and Eric, and after she had her opportunity to slide in there, find out what's going on, she's like, oh, I'm going to have... She honestly seemed like she had a genuine relationship with um, Ted, but she knew that that wasn't even going to come from that. She was there for a reason. She was there to start So for like a split second, I was... So obviously, I think I speak for both of us, I was fucking shocked when Ted was killed. It was unreal. Like I I was not expecting it. I was like, what is happening? Where is this going to go now? He was the main character. I have to say though that... It was crazy how that happened. But how he ended it and what he said to me, he's like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah, I know what your plan is. She doesn't want you. She's using you. And that all. makes me happy that he and knew then, who it was. Yeah. Like, and then he giggled. He giggled at it. And he's yeah. like, Haha, like, hey, idiot. You really think that she wants to be with you? She's using you. She's in Miami or in Florida doing her thing and found an opportunity to set you up. I love that. But, and I also, so it was weird. It was really weird for me to feel bad that a sociopath lost her on the verge of sociopathness boyfriend. Because I was like, oh, for a second, I was like, oh, you're right. You could be yourself with him. And like, Mm -hmm. but I don't know because he always had a tiny sliver of like, I shouldn't do this. Yeah, and that was never indicated with her. Right. Mm-hmm. And that didn't go so well for Brad. Like, if you have a conscience, like, you kind of, like, can't murder people. 
So I don't even know that it would have been what she thought it was. She's definitely like holding on to it and fantasizing it. And I definitely think she ended up liking him even though she was using him. Mm-hmm. But she is... I don't think... I think you're right. I think Miranda wasn't holding on to it necessarily. But then again, the second they that they said something about Winslow being in Winslow, she had remembered that a girl she went used to go to college with was a professor there. And then she became obsessed with it. Even though your husband was dead... Even though you thought you were getting away with it, you were still looking in to Lily. So that to me says that there was something there. Like a little bit of a grudge. But I would probably be looking into Lily too if my husband died and all of a sudden she starts coming into Winslow. And I hear Winslow. She'd always been in... Wine during your podcast. She had always been in Winslow. That's where the school was. But think about how she connected things. She's like, okay, Eric, cashews. Then she starts thinking of stuff. Well, maybe it but was she knows her. Br- no, she knows Brad did it. She told no, Brad I to know, kill him. I know that. I'm saying Miranda kept looking into Winslow. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. She's looking into Winslow and you wouldn't be but that I feel like person a, looking if into you're sleeping, another If you're sleeping with someone else, why no, do you care if your husband was It doesn't matter. Else? No, it's just weird. After his death, Winslow's brought up. Because of the detective. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, that's weird. Why is he in Winslow? Yes, he was sleeping. If I was sleeping with somebody else, fine. But he's still technically my husband, right? I'm going to be like, well, what's going on? That's weird. That's something new, you know? I don't know. I I don't know if I cared that much. If I wanted him dead, I think I would have stopped caring. Like at that point. Really? I I just still, I don't think I would investigate. I don't know. Especially if it's somebody that I'm like, I think because she thought it was Lily. Yeah. It wouldn't have been weird if he was going anywhere else. But that's the thing. Winslow, from what they described, was such like a small town that like, it could have been anyone. He Mm -hmm. could have been there for any reason. No. I would have looked into it too. And I would have been like, okay, she was, like I said, she started connecting things. Winslow, weird. This person I went to college with, boom, she dated Eric. Eric died of nuts when he was visiting her. Yeah. Like, come on, everything she's starting to connect, I would have looked into it too. Maybe. But she was probably looking into it to probably cover her ass too. Yeah. So because she think could about try it, it's like, it hold on, on yeah. what is he doing over there? Let me find out because then I'll cover my ass even more. I could kind of pin it on Even her. though yeah. she already had an alibi and she was in Florida, it doesn't matter. I, so. I really want to talk about Kimball and this goes back to loving this author's writing style because for most of the book, I don't think we hear from Kimball until part three. So part one and part two, he's described you. He almost sounds like a rookie. It seems like he doesn't know how to do his job. It seems like he's nervous. It seems like he's shy. And then you get in his head and he is not. He knows everything. Yeah. He's He's also very... really good. He's also very not kosher as a cop as we found out at the end i mean he's doing things his way he's yeah he's got his own rule book but i mean i loved that you saw him from two different points of view like that i do because i really thought she was going to get away with it i thought they knew nothing but i'm gonna have to circle back a little bit okay circle back circle back the fact that I have to go through all the murders because I just quickly Mm -hmm. scan through them because then we have to lead up to when Kimball jumps in there. Okay. Because it starts off with Ted and Lily 
planning to kill Ted's wife, Miranda, because she's having an affair with Brad, the contractor. Right. So it's like, okay, they planned all this, and boom, Miranda leaves to Florida. Ted has no freaking idea what's going on, because he's thinking it's his, you know, she's going away, I'm doing my thing. And then, boom, Brad starts banging on the door, pushes his way in, and out of nowhere we find out that Ted dies. Like, he's getting murdered. And I'm like, what the hell? This is insane. You said it's insane. Boom. Okay. We'll speed up now. That happens. And we're like, oh my gosh, Miranda planned it. Just the way that Ted ended that chapter and said, oh my gosh, you're an idiot, Brad. She's planning this. She's, you know, she's in Florida. She's got an alibi. You're screwed. She's setting you up. Boom. Fast forward. Now they get together and... Now, Lily finds out, because now, what is it? The detectives, Kimball's going and investigating her. Yeah. Because they found a ticket in Winslow, his parking ticket. Yes. So it's like, oh my gosh, this is this is crazy. All this is going up to her. Everybody's linking now. Everybody's going to link, which is crazy. Then you get into Miranda. Miranda's like, oh yeah, I set this up. I'm that bitch. Okay. Like, <laughs> she knew what she was doing. I'm going to go on vacation forever. <laughs> yep. I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm gonna get this stupid idiot Which, contractor. Which, I'm sorry. Pause. Why the fuck would they ever think that they could get married without anyone suspecting anything after oh, that? Come on. Like, have you never watched anything on, on the ID channel ever? Well, I mean, I love that we're thinking that, but it, it's just a book. I don't care. I know. I would think this. I was thinking the same thing. Like, come on. You guys really are that stupid. But think about that. They are that stupid. She even hired idiot contractor to believe all the lies. So, yep. She would believe that. She knows. She's probably like, I got this idiot thinking I'm going to marry him and he's going to have my money. Well, from her point of view, she sounded like she was upset that he didn't, that he couldn't be strong as stone after this. Like, she was genuinely upset. She thought he could handle it better and they could, but she can't stand him anymore. But even if she wanted that, come on. She's not the one murdering anybody. She's getting this guy to murder somebody and... She want him to be strong afterwards? I don't know if that would work well. I don't know if I would be yeah. like, oh, let me go kill somebody. Sure. And let me come back and be like, oh, yeah, we could do this. Let's go get married. And no. And she's kind of, she's just, she's a horrible human. She's a horrible I really human. never liked her as a character at all. Well, she's, she's not really a human. It's in a book. But she's horrible. I mean, it's not like it's a fantasy theme. They could be real but people. It's all, these are all very real things. How did you feel for Brad? Like, did you feel sad for him? Did you feel like, oh my gosh, she got wrapped? Because I feel like he fell in love with her. I feel like the mom and me that's a sap, if they never would have mentioned that he had kids, they would have been fine. And if his fucking dying words were not, my kids, mm-hmm. I probably would have not thought twice of him as a character because he killed someone and he killed yeah. the second person. And, you know, I probably wouldn't have. But because they brought up his kids... I was sad about it. Yeah. Even though he wasn't the greatest person. Because I really do think, like, nature versus nurture, he fell in with the wrong crowd. And yeah. he got very... He was very much fantasizing about this life with all this money, mm-hmm. with this beautiful woman. And it, he got bamboozled. He did. Did it catch you by surprise when Lily teamed up with Brad to kill Miranda? Or Faith? So it didn't surprise me, but I will tell you, up until the last second, I didn't know which one Brad was going to do. I genuinely didn't know. 
I know. Because if Lily... And I can't remember right now talking to you because I've had... I've had wine. (laughs) But did he know that Lily was being being spoken to by the police? Because he has to think logically that if he were to have killed Lily, he wouldn't have gotten away with it either. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I don't think she ever mentioned it. I think she was just trying to like... Real Okay. I think she was like, I know you spoke to the police. I know the police are looking for you and blah, 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 and kind of worked that out with him. Okay. But I'm with you. I did not, I didn't know he what he was going to do until Right, I didn't know second. where his loyalty was going to be because, because I think she got through to him that he was never going to see that money. That too. But we didn't know because when Miranda was talking and how it ended and then when he would go to Lily and it ended I'm like what's going to happen like yeah. who is he going to decide because how the narration is in the audible it's or in the audiobook it's totally different so it's like wait is it going to be her is it going to be her like what until Lily's like boom and I'm like oh my gosh he hit her and the hat comes off and all that and I'm like oh, this is crazy I couldn't believe it mm-hmm. and I had I had I just had a hard time and I guess that's why I was asking you if you were clear on if Brad knew that she was in any way involved in the investigation mm-hmm. because I don't think so. On one hand, she made it look like, you know, you're never going to see that money, but then on the other too, it kind of seemed like he could have easily killed Lily and the police would have never connected him if he thought that she had nothing to do with the case. Now, if the wife turns up missing, that looks really or dead. That looks really bad for him because he's already involved in that love triangle. But if she's displaced from the case, I thought for sure he was going to kill Lily because it was, it looked less bad for him, but he took the stupid route and killed another person that was, I don't know how he thought he was getting away with anything, but I mean, he must not have. He, yeah, he didn't think he thought, okay, Lily's got my back. Yeah. She's, she had this whole plan set up and he had no idea that Lily's going to murder him I know. either. I and mean, put she him in the freaking well. Yeah. The uh, same well. I didn't expect, um, after she put his body in the well for her to just like go back and go to her mom's and think everything was going to be peachy keen. She was slick for changing everything on his truck. Um, but it just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, how are you going to get in your car and think that everything's going to be, you're going to be free now. Like nothing's going to happen. So you, they were questioned already. I felt that way too. And I was also really shocked that she made up, I don't know if she, I think she said it to her mom or she said it to the police that she went to a second location to pick up archive things for the college when she didn't actually. And that would be so easy to disprove. Yeah. So I thought that was a little bit like risky. For a second, I thought she was going to get caught on that reason. And I also got kind of confused with the car timeline because when she was picking up this package or, you know, Mm -hmm. this box of archive materials was when she was actually with Brad and Miranda and then she drove Brad's truck and then she disposed of the truck somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, how did she get to... I didn't understand how she was going to account for that missing time. And they never really told us. And that was where my whole disconnect was in the crime because they were so on top of every little thing in this investigation. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to hold on to a parking ticket and not but, look into... Well, that's different because they weren't fully investigating her. They were fully investigating Ted into, the into obviously, the murder. But they were like, okay, they asked her certain questions. But you also have to remember the relationship Kimball and her... 
he had more of a, oh, I don't think she's it. He kept on telling himself that for a while. Kimball? It for a while. No, I thought he caught no, her lying from the first time. He no, said she he seemed caught her once. He caught her once and she fessed up to it. It's like, why did you lie to me? And she's like, oh, I was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. And this is what he was telling me. I met him at the airport, blah, blah. You know, when you, you're just caught off guard pretty much, that's what she was saying. But he also said she's very pretty. She even told, he even told the partner. So at one point he kept on, like in the beginning, beginning, he's like, I know she wouldn't have done it. You don't remember that? I don't remember him thinking that she didn't. I remember him always kind of thinking that she did. And that's just what I mean. Like, they pay attention to such small details. And for your alibi, when now Brad is dropping like a fly too, at the exact same time as Miranda, Mm -hmm. you don't have a solid alibi because you were picking up archives from an additional person at a location that doesn't exist. Like, where was your car? How'd you get to your mom's? I think because their biggest suspect at the time was Brad. So they weren't fully investigating Lily like they probably should have. Right. Because they were like, oh no, it's Brad. Brad, you know, there's a sketch out there. We mm-hmm. found the sketch. It looks just like him. Okay, boom, his truck's missing now. All this is like, okay, Brad, Brad, Brad is the main suspect. They're probably not going in, into details and investigation for Lily. Which yeah. they should have since in the beginning. But then he started crushing on her. Well, so I don't... I have a few things since we covered like a lot of the plot... So one of them, I have, I, I really want to open this up to the listeners. So apparently when I was researching this book, first of all, a lot of people really enjoy this book by this specific author and he has quite a few books, but he has said that he would love to get back in the mind of Lily Kiltner. So he might do another book one day. So that's number one. But number two, if anyone read this book in paperback, a few limited editions, I don't remember exactly which uh, publisher ran with it and did this, but there's a short story about Lily at the end, like an extra tidbit, like an extra thing with her. We need that. So yeah, if anyone has that, can you read that to me, please? Because I need that in my life. But then also, I saw a couple questions posted on the discussion boards. Do you think by any chance, that her dad could have in any way intentionally killed someone. Do you think it's do you think it's a coincidence that they both have deaths under their belt or do you think it was done to show how much an accidental death has shook him and how intentional deaths make her unfazed and is it to show her disconnect with human nature? You know what? I want to say that it could be kind of like I wouldn't I don't want to say that he he would kill somebody on purpose, but we also don't know what his mind space was right. when that accident happened. They didn't go into that. Because some people can be like, oh my gosh, it was an accident, he was drunk, but was he really? Like what was he thinking? He's never gonna tell us. Right. He's I, never gonna you know, we didn't get that. So we don't know if she's gotten that that trait from him or those sociopathic tendencies from him we don't know because they didn't go into detail about her father and she didn't really have she has a relationship with him but remember growing up there wasn't that like you said in the beginning that nurturing relationship between her parents so we don't know if that could be another reason why she acted the way she acted the only indication i saw that would even remotely make me think it was intentional was she said something of the effect of like my father always wore his seatbelt or something to the effect of the girlfriend never wore her seatbelt. Something mm-hmm. that didn't really need to be a sentence. You could have just said, my father lived and she didn't. 
-hmm. But you added an extra sentence to say, like, this is something that he, the irony that he, you know. Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like it could have done without that sentence. That was the only thing that maybe. It kind of, like, triggered you. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. For sure. But then, I mean, towards the end, like, he couldn't sleep at night. And I don't know if that was more from the prison or more from, like, the guilt of having killed someone. But, you know, then he said at the very end, um, I want to live a, I want, he wanted to start a fresh life. He wanted to start the life from after what he did. And never do, he want he wanted to live his life and never hurt another person or being. He said, and she's like, oh, maybe I'll try that too. She thought to herself. Yeah. So that's why I don't know if like they're showing the similarities between the two and like. Well, at the end, she said about Ted because, again, spoiler alert. I'm jumping to the <laughs> end when she stabbed, and afterwards she's like, I really hope he's okay. Like I really, really hope he's okay. So it's kind of like, is she willing to change? Or is she just thinking that she can come back and kill some more? I was thinking if he lived, if he was okay, she wouldn't get a murder charge. I think it was a selfish motive yeah. that she was happy that he lived. That's what I. That was my takeaway from it, at least. And she hit the freaking jackpot that he was stalking her and like had tangible written poems. She was like good. this, but that she was quick on her toes. Every time she would be questioned, she's like. Boom. She had a response. She was so quick. So it's like, oh yeah, well guess what? He was stalking me. He he thought I was attractive and this and I was like, oh damn girl. Like she was so quick. I was like, oh no, that's not good. He's going to come at you one day. And guess what? Towards the end, Mm -hmm. shit hit the fan. So. Gotta be careful. Speaking of towards the end. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you think she got away with it, or do you think they're gonna find those bodies? Oh, they're. Gonna, I think they're gonna find the bodies. Well, you know what? Depending if they're gonna rip everything up, and that's an old, old place, and he wants to build. What did they say? They wanted to build like properties or something. Mm-hmm. You have to rip that up because the plumbing, the well, all that. Nope. She's gonna be caught. They are gonna find them. Chet, I don't know if you can go back. I mean, obviously through the bones, you can probably figure that out and teeth and all that. But, but Brad's really recent. Yeah. Real fresh. She thought she was going to get off. Okay, you have to do this quick little mental institution thing. Go there for a little bit and then boom, you're out. No, 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 no. And they were digging it up the f- next day, the day she was scheduled to get out. Uh, nope. She's in there. She's in there. I would love for him to do another book. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of felt... I want to know. I kind of felt like she was going to be caught, too, honestly. Like, I didn't see how she couldn't. But there was still that sliver of hope of, you know, sometimes, at least, maybe it's just my, you know, experience with movies and TV shows, but they can be on the construction site and have a delay like that day. Mm -hmm. Like maybe something was going to get put off. Maybe something was going to fall through and someone wasn't going to buy it. Like she's gotten really lucky. You could just accuse a detective of stalking you and he could not have like pornographic poems about you to prove it. Like she had, she's a very lucky person a lot of the time. Yeah. So. But she knew it too. She kind of knew that he had this thing for her. He probably didn't, she probably didn't know that he was She didn't know the extent. Right. But. She also knew it and she kind of knew that his partner yeah. knew it because they had that conversation. Even though she didn't know about the conversation, she knew that he would probably confide in that partner and that's what he did. So she's like, go ahead, go ask the partner. I, I guarantee you she probably knows. And she told him, 
She told Kimball, sorry. The partner told Kimball. I'm so bad at that. It's okay. This says, is not a book report. I know. But the partner tells Kimball, I think you need to you need to step back a little bit. Yeah. And he didn't. And boom. But she knew she, he wasn't. Yeah. That was the craziest part to me. Mm-hmm. Except like she knew. But when Lily whispered in Kimball's ear, I'm sorry, before she stabs him and then acts so dumb like I don't remember what I said I was like she is so horrible when he goes do you remember what you told me do you remember what you said to me so the I'm sorry part made me feel like she was making up the stalking and all she loosely had based was that she had seen him a few other times and she had never been formally charged and that like it to me felt like it was a stretch you know the sorry means like I'm sorry I had to do this to like get you off my trail like yeah. I'm sorry yeah. that you're dying for the cause yes. when you probably aren't actually stalking me. That's what it yeah. meant to me because that was after she had that talk with her dad and she was like, I want to go the no, rest of my I life think, without hurting someone. I think she knew that she was about to get yeah. taken down. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I've got to kill And then you she got just really lucky. Because I don't want to go to jail. But if those poems weren't there... It would really just be like hearsay. They couldn't yeah. prove that she like she hit the jackpot that he was she actually did. obsessed with she her. Which did. is why I'm like, is this property gonna fall through? <laughs> is the well I don't know. Is there a sinkhole? Like no. is, is no. she gonna be rescued again? I, is she I out need, of favors? I need him to do a book. I know book. I do too. Because I need to know what would happen with Lily, what did happen. I don't know. You he left me. I feel like they wouldn't do another book because all of the other major players are dead. Literally, the other yeah, but three narrator. Oh, sorry, the other two narrators are dead. No, you could totally do a book. You think yeah. just like the legal proceedings part of it, just to see what I want it to be. If a movie. they find, <gasps> let's out. cast the movie. So, like oh, I said, I okay. think Ted should be John Hamm. Okay, I can see that. Um... I'm going to tell you who I was thinking of for Brad. I'm trying to think. I'm thinking like Amy Adams. Okay. For okay. Lily. I was thinking that too. I like that. So I, I kind like of picture great. for Brad. I'm trying to find his name. Give me one second. I don't have it off the top of my it's head. Fine. I don't know his real name. Give me one second. He was Jonathan Turner on Boy Meets World. He was like the biker teacher. Like, a little bit douchey, but he thinks he's cool. The accent. Who plays him? Anthony Anthony Tyler Tyler Quinn. So that's who I'm picturing for my Brad. Yeah, but that was... Okay. I don't know. I'm thinking, like, Amy Adams. I like Amy Adams for Lily. she, She can do that character. Yeah. She would kill... That character. I was um, thinking of, um, when I was reading it, I was picturing, what's the name? <laughs> I want to play cast the movie, but I'm always like, what's the name? The one who did um, Enchanted. I, is that Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher. Isla, Isla Fisher? Fisher? I don't know. Let me see. Oh, we still have to pick. That's who I pictured for Lily. We still have to pick a book. Yes, we do. We'll get to that. We only have two Oh my more gosh, yeah. Do. That's who I pictured for Lily. But it reminds me of Amy Adams a little bit. Yeah, her and Amy Adams do remind me a lot of each other. But that's who I was picturing for Lily the whole time. Who would you cast uh, for Miranda? I honestly was thinking Dakota Johnson. Ooh, I love that. Because after seeing her in Fifty Shades and seeing her in other... I feel like she'd be a, she'd be a good Yeah, Miranda. I think so too. I she really think so too. She could be kind of mean too. Um, so who would you cast for Kimball? 
So I was kind of thinking like a James Marsden guy, like, but not 27 yes. dresses, like maybe like a little bit more grungy a little bit. I see it. Yeah. Okay. I see it. Like he could be creepy. And he's so cute at the same time. Right. I like so it. So you're like, you're a little bit okay with him being creepy, but it's like still it. like, ew. Yeah. Good. Just I like enough. This. Yeah. That's fun. We should do that more often. Yeah. <laughs> every book. We're doing it now. All right. Speaking of every book. Okay, let's shake it up. All right. Ooh, okay. Let's see. Ooh. All right, guys. We are reading Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. Ooh, that one's a movie or is it a show? I don't know. I know that they've done like all of her stuff now. I'll have to see if it's a movie or a all show, right. but we are definitely reading it and watching yeah. it. I'm down. Okay, guys, remember if you have books that you ever want to suggest, you can always email your suggestions at whineaboutbookspodcast.gmail.com. Um, if you want to reach out to us on social media with your suggestions, we love and welcome that as well. And on our Facebook page and on our Instagram, if you have uh, anything you want to talk about on this book, I'm going to be posting a thread where we could talk about nothing but this book together. So definitely go check that out at whineaboutbookspod on Instagram. Till next time.